0: Hi, I'm Pat, and welcome to the Notes for the Children podcast, this time on the subject of accountability. Boy, this is a subject that is of utmost importance to our careers and really to our lives. I was so fortunate to learn such an important, really monumental lesson as an 18 year old kid. One of the bosses at the dealership I was working at pulled me aside and shared a brilliant point about accountability. I will share that with you on this podcast. What a blessing to be told that as a young, young man. Throughout my career, we have always promoted the people that realized the success of whatever part of the business they were working in was really up to them. They would take accountability for the results and for the business results. I really hope that some of the tips in here on accountability will help you. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. remember who I learned this from as a teenager, but all I can say is, man, thanks for the brilliant advice. I have practiced and taught it since I was a kid. This topic has been covered in our company meetings for about 48 years, and we believe it's a powerful tool for success. We generally plead with whatever team it is to please accept two facts about sales and retail. Number one, The number one reason customers purchase from us is you. Number two, the number one reason customers do not purchase from us is also you. Of course, there are exceptions, including inventory availability, etc. Today, more of the process is online or sometimes on the phone with a customer. But our part in the success still determines the success of the result, My years in retail, including running a public company, taught me that those who understand how important they are to the success of any endeavor undoubtedly do the best at rising to the top of their field. Without this acceptance of accountability, our chances of being at the top of whatever we choose to do are very slim indeed. Note, own your number. Whatever field you choose for your career, please remember and acknowledge it is our responsibility to make a connection to the people we are dealing with. A saying learned as a rookie salesman has been very, very helpful to me. They drove here to buy a car, we work here. This must always be top of mind for us if we want to be the best in our field. I was told it's my responsibility not the customers to make the relationship work. You would be surprised how many salespeople did not believe or follow this advice. It is also our responsibility to put our blinders on at work and leave any home stress and problems behind so we can be accountable to our customers and make the connections positive. Another example of being accountable is a training phrase I started using after I became a sales manager which was really simple. Own your number. I am not sure where I learned this, but it was another game changer for me. For the first year or so working at the dealership, so many of the salespeople and managers would be standing around talking about the economy, the unemployment rate, the wrong color of many of our new vehicles, and so, so much more. Of course, the first year I was so excited about selling cars that I didn't spend a lot of time talking to everyone else. But shortly thereafter, I started to fall into this rabbit hole of a sales trap. Salespeople know what I mean. Always remember, kids, sometimes experience can work against you if you become a bit jaded and bitter about the work you are doing. And a young person with a better attitude ends up doing a much improved job. It is always our responsibility to own our number rather than blame outside circumstances for our lack of success. Anyway, before I could join the team as a complainer, I was so lucky to learn this phrase about owning your number. I determined that if my boss is assigned an 80-unit target this month for our sales crew, we're going to do between 80 and 110 vehicles come hell or high water, as we said back then. We would meet as a team to start the month and we would divide the sales target among the salespeople. Some would have nine, some would have 14, some might have 18 depending on their ability and track record. The point was that each team member owned their number. And because I was the team leader, I owned the total number. We agreed to the number. We committed to the number. And by doing this, We certainly hit our targets better than any other crew. I remember the words of a good friend and one of the best salespeople I have ever met during the massive recession of 2009. Trying to pump up the sales team was certainly a challenge those days, and during one meeting we were all talking, and Bob Janis said to the group, quote-unquote, The recession is on the south side of the city, unquote. Of course, the dealership we were in was on the north side of the city, and his words said everything you will ever need to know about owning your number. You simply cannot be better than Bob when it comes to salesmanship, accountability, and resilience. Even though he recently passed away, I still smile today about his words and insights. On the reverse side of owning our number, A few times in my career, I definitely did not own my number, and I would blame outside issues and problems for not hitting these targets. Kids, each time I did this, my career and company would take a significant hit because of my poor attitude. A recent example of owning our number happened in March 2020, when COVID-19 devastated the country we knew things might become very bleak in retail really quickly. Of course, we cut costs as fast as we could, but it was the young leaders in our company who had all been taught for years on end to own your number that kept saying we would sell cars even if 70% of our employees had to stay home. I was pleasantly surprised how well we did those first few months while many competitors with good reason kind of gave up a bit. What a team of leaders at each store. We have the best people in Canada working at our dealerships, and for this, we are truly blessed. Children, please learn this incredibly valuable life lesson. Whatever your target and your responsibility is, and wherever you work, you take full accountability for your success. This means even if you have poor leadership and policies to navigate around, we still take full responsibility to get the job done and own our number. Note, I never refused to sell a car in my life. I can still vividly remember a weeknight from about 49 years ago in Calgary. It was about 7pm and I was with a few salespeople standing outside by the front door of Chinook Chrysler when one of the team came back in after working with a family for an hour or so. One of the sales managers said, Hey, what happened? I thought we were close to a deal, as they'd been here for a while and loved the vehicle. I cannot remember the name of the salesperson, but I somewhat remember his face, as he quickly replied something I will never forget. Quote, Don't blame me, boss. I have never refused to sell a car in my life. Unquote. Thing hit me on the spot those many years ago, and I remember thinking, wow, this is the best we can do. I never refuse to sell a car when it's our job, not the customers, to sell the car. This would be like a quarterback talking to his coach after an interception and saying, don't blame me, coach. I've never refused to throw a touchdown pass in my life. An unbelievably poor attitude seen up close and personal. How fortunate. What a terrific life lesson on being or not being accountable for our own results. Hope you can understand why this hit me that hard and has stuck with me for over half a century.